in Remnant. The Ace Ops, the kingdom's finest huntsman team, faces off against a group of newly licensed upstart huntresses. We bring you the action, live. What mystery lurks deep inside Atlas Academy? We've trailed special operative Winter Snee into the labyrinth. Ace operative head Clover Eby has insane serial killer Tyrion Cavos in custody. We report on the transport of this madman to Atlas. These exciting stories live tonight on This Week in Remnant. This is Stephen Bellina reporting. On orders from General Ironwood, I have been removed from my position outside his office where this confrontation is taking place. However, I have found an empty monitoring station close by where technicians have been moved to assist with the refugee arrivals on the academy grounds. There are several video screens where I can see all the events that are unfolding. I can report that there is now a furious battle ongoing between the Aesops and the seemingly novice group of Huntresses. I am unsure why these two teams are at odds, but I can only assume it has to do with the possibility of martial law being declared in Mantle. Amazingly, this Team Ruby appears to be holding its own against the best the Kingdom has to offer. It looks like they have paired off Harriet Bree taking on Ruby Rose. This fight is literally a blur. Both young women have incredible speed. It's difficult to keep up with the action. They have sped out into the hall near the elevators. Miss Rose looks like she's trying to talk to Harriet, but the hair is having none of it. Attacking with a speed and violence I have not witnessed before. Elma Dern and Vine Zeki are in a real struggle with, I believe they are the Huntresses Yang Zhao Long and the Faunus Blake Belladonna. Vine seems to be reluctant to escalate matters, but Elm is on the attack. These young hunters are fast, quick, and Elm is having a hard time. Wait, Vine has been able to, yes, he's caught and thrown Miss Belladonna to Elm, who is using the staff of her great hammer to tightly restrain the girl against her. Yang has stopped, words are exchanged, and Elm has thrown Blake into the wall behind her and is attacking Yang Zhao Long. I see the runaway heiress, Weishni, is filling Ironwood's office with ice and fire in an attempt to disorient Mero Amin, but the faunus warrior is too quick and agile, but the tip of his tail has been singed. And now a summons from Mishni has placed a gigantic ice knight on the field. Oh, Ruby Rose has just rushed into the room, deflecting Mero's weapon from striking Mishni. Harriet and Mero are having a heated words now. It seems Mero has been a bit reluctant to attack another huntress, and Miss Rose has raced from the room in a blur, followed closely by Harriet Bree. I see now in the main alcove the battle between Elm, Vine, Yang, Xiaolong, and Miss Belladonna has ramped up exponentially. Vine is hurtling chunks of marble at Yang. He's just ripped it from the walls, and Yang has thrown the rock in the air, and Blake has drop-kicked it in midair at Vine. He's batted it easily out of the way, and has extended his arms, and yes, has grasped Miss Belladonna, reeling her in. Wait, wait, she's not there. She's simply faded from you, and has left behind red... What is this? Oh, my brothers, explosives! They have blown up in Vine's face. He's been launched into the air. Yang is above him. She's confined him with his own restraints, and oh my, she has propelled him so violently into the floor below that the stone has shattered, and Vine is down and out. Ladies and gentlemen, what a shocking turn of events. Everything has come to a complete halt as the remaining Aesops now realize they are in for the fight of their lives. Weishni takes the offensive against Merrill, a tremendous force propelling him into a wall covered with ice spikes. He's unharmed and on the run, turning his attention to Mishni and using some form of... Uh, immobilization semblance against her, but her Ice Knight summons is after him, slashing through the protruding ice spears and gaining on him. Meryl turns his attention to the knight, using that same free semblance halting the knight, but it leaves Mishni free to act. Uh, several gifts have been materialized behind him, and Meryl is uh, brutally, brutally catapulted into the floor, bouncing once, twice, and he's down, he's down, Meryl was out, out of the fight. This is, th this is incredible. 
I see now that Harriet Bree is using her great speed to slice and slash at Ruby Rose, turning the young huntress around with the strikes, disorient her, and yes, Bree has struck Rose from behind, smashing the girl into the floor so hard it's cracked. This fight looks to be over as Aesop's speedster Harriet Bree has defeat. Wait, wait. Ruby Rose has flashed up behind Harriet. What amazing speed! And has bound Harriet's arms to her sides, and Harriet is on the ground. She's down. Uh, back to the battle between Elma Dern and the remaining two huntresses who are attacking as a team. Miss Belladonna is leaping, dodging, and is above Elm, who cannot find any type of purchase to solidify her stance because the flooring has been shattered. Yang uh, rushes forward, and my brothers, Elm is attempting to use the RL-004 rocket launcher in her hammer. Yang stops short, and her eyes go red. Her hair, her hair is aflame, and before Elm can act, she's punched the floor with such incredible power, it's erupted, literally exploding and launching Elm uncontrollably into the air. And now Yang and Blake strike from two different records, and Elm, Elm is down and unconscious from the brutal attack. Uh, Harriet Bree is the final Aesop's left on her feet, but even with her arms bound, I can see she will not give up. She's screaming and rushes at Ruby Rose, giving it her all, and runs directly into a wall of ice raised by White Snape. But Harriet is still on her way. Wait, her eyes are... And Harriet Bree is out of the fight. Ladies and gentlemen, the Aesop's are down. They are down. I'm not certain where things will go from here, but it's safe to say these are not the novice huntresses we at all thought them to be. These monitors do not lie. And this reporter is, well, stunned, would be an understatement. Uh, wait a moment, I'm also seeing some activity on a monitor showing events happening in what appears to be the student quarters of Atlas Academy. It looks like preschool crossing guard John Ark and his team standing against an umbrella-wielding woman with multicolored hair. There'll be more to this confrontation, I'm sure. Hello, this is Liam Reach reporting. I have been able to trail Atlas Military Special Operative Winter Schnee deep into what appears to be a medical facility here in the heart of the Atlas Government Building. I believe I have only been successful in making it this far because the military has been stretched so thin in dealing with the understandable chaos caused by the thousands upon thousands of refugees from Mantle now arriving in Atlas seeking shelter from the crisis occurring below. From my vantage point here, down the hallway, I can see Mishni has been joined by Penny Palladina, the protector of Mantle, and it appears that they are having a very heated discussion. I cannot hear what is happening, but Mishni seems to be trying to explain to Penny some difficult facts, possibly about the current situation of the kingdom, or perhaps their present mission. I cannot be sure, and this is only mere speculation on my part. Ah, I see they are moving down the hall, to the end of the hall, and have entered... Wait a moment, let me see. Oh, yes... Uh, yeah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am now in a raised observation area overlooking what seems to be a hospital room. An elderly woman is in some type of chamber. I don't know what this is, and I cannot hear what Miss Schnee and Penny are saying, although both are both look very sad and very serious. Uh, wait a moment. I am hearing some type of commotion in the hall. It sounds like several muffled thuds and a very concerned-looking Mishni has gone to investigate. I am unclear as to what could... Oh, she's rushed back, screaming for Penny and quickly locking the door behind... Ladies and gentlemen, a massive explosion is of the gaping hole in the wall. Uh, smoke is clearing, and a woman has entered the room, short dark hair, one eye with fire flowing from it, and she has a, in the palm of her hand, a tongue of flame is simply, simply there. It looks like, this, this is impossible, but it looks like magic. She's speaking now in a very condescending tone to Penny, who responds by hovering in the air and deploying her blades, which have snapped forward to face this new dangerous adversary. It looks like events are going to take a very violent turn, very quickly indeed. This is Dallas Houston aboard the Remnant News 1 airship. 
We are trying to catch up with the military transport that is ferrying Ace Ops Chief Clover Ebit, Huntsman Crow Bronwyn and Robin Hill, and their prisoner, serial killer Tyrion Callos, to Atlas. It took several minutes to get to this craft, so they have quite the lead on us. I can say with certainty that Callos was unconscious when he was restrained and placed on the ship, so hopefully this will be an uneventful journey to the military base and prison. Uh, wait a moment. Two, no, three Atlas military ships have just blasted by us, and I can see, yes, there is smoke on the horizon. We are, are coming closer now. Oh, no, it appears that the Ace Op ship has crashed into the tundra on the outskirts of Mantle. Uh, we are descending now. Uh, still a fair distance from the site, waved down by the military who are already setting up a perimeter around the crashed ship. I am on the ground trying to move closer so I may get a better... Oh my goodness, the ship is a mangled mass of crushed metal and I can see electronics popping and sparking. I see Robin Hill is on the ground but she is moving. From the condition of the snow and land near the site, it appears a furious battle was waged here. There is blood covering the area near some of the newly arrived soldiers. I don't know and can't tell who or what was involved in this conflict. Uh, was the ship attacked by Grimm? That may be why... Wait, wait, I am seeing... L ladies and gentlemen, I I'm getting word now that... Yes, yes... Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is my sad duty to report that Aesop's leader Clover Ebit is dead, killed in the line of duty, and that insane serial killer Tyrion Callos has escaped. Once again, Aesop's leader Clover Ebit is dead. I'll stay on this breaking story. This is Dallas Houston reporting. To be continued next time. On This Week in Remnant. Ironwood's puppets. Lucky me. Cinder, you were responsible for Beacon. For what happened to me. It was, unfortunately, temporary. Now step aside or there won't be anything left to salvage this time. What do you think of that? I think... It gives me personal feelings.